Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. So do me a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, hit the bell for notifications and new videos that go up, and of course, upvote the video itself. We would appreciate that very much. I am here with Matt Reichton. Did I get that correctly? Close enough. Close enough. Reichton. And Ryan Token yeah. um, from the Golden Hurricast. They're going to talk a little bit about the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. Guys, I'm really excited to talk about this game a little bit. Um, this is going to be a test for the secondary, which is actually a strength of Ole Miss's team. But I'm kind of looking forward to this because it's number one in the NCAA, over 400 yards a game. You guys are kind of clicking pretty good offensively. What do you say, Ron? Yeah, no, Stephen, thanks first for having us on the show. Really excited to talk some ball for a little bit. And I hear you. Uh, it's been uh, an up and down ride so far this season. Started off kind of on a, on a rough note with a double OT loss to Wyoming, then bounced back a little bit the last couple of weeks and went off last week against uh, Jacksonville State from the FCS. But yeah, Davis Brin, he's been feeling it. He's been feeling himself. You mentioned his number one stats there. Uh, he's number one in passing yards per game, passing yards, touchdown passes, and total offense for a player. So he's definitely cleaning up uh, on his side. But no, I, I think it's going to be a big time test, obviously, for Tulsa. Uh, level of competition playing Ole Miss is going to be different than what we've played so far. So excited to see how this one goes. Yeah, Matt, um, you guys, uh, Tulsa, Tulsa, I should say, went to Ohio State last year. They're not going to be intimidated coming to Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Talk a little bit about, you guys had a pretty good team last year. Talk about what kind of happened to come into this season. Where, where are the losses? Yeah, so I think the big loss for Tulsa, and I think that's something that we've kind of experienced so far, is losing our defensive coordinator uh, to TCU. And with that, like our star defensive lineman, Jackson Player, ended up transferring to Baylor. And so along like that and just some attrition as far as graduation on the defensive backs, that's kind of where Tulsa has been struggling so far this year. Um, but as far as like you brought Ohio State up last year, that was Davis, one of Davis Brin's best games of the season. And so this is kind of a team that as much as we like love that we can play with some of the big dogs, we also show that we will – make sure that we give everybody a chance uh, when we're playing, you know, a game that we're favored. Yeah, you guys um, last year, you finished pretty well in the American last season and famously towards the end of the season almost took Cincinnati in a position to where they lost their playoff spot. Talk about this, this reputation that Tulsa has developed of being a little bit of a giant killer. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it's true. I, Matt Matt mentioned it when he was talking about the game last year against Ohio State and how that went and everything. And that's how it's been for a lot of Philip Montgomery's tenure here. He's this is his eighth year with the program, ninth year actually. I think I think I'm getting that year by uh, off by one. But uh, that's how it's been for him. Um, we very often play very well against the big time talent. The team, I think you'll hear most of them say the coaching staff, the media around to you that they play with a, a chip on their shoulder, like a blue collar mentality. Uh, is what, you hear, what you'll hear most often, and that's the case. Unfortunately, we haven't been able to, to uh, climb the climb the bridge uh, or climb the ladder, I guess is the correct saying there, um, on most of those games. Every now and then we'll get one, but very, very infrequently do we actually pull it off. But we usually do make it pretty close throughout the game. You mentioned that Cincinnati game, that one, man. I mean, we had first and goal from like the two uh, to win that game, and we and we went for it all four times and couldn't get it done, uh, ended up losing. And uh, 
yeah, that, that was a bummer. But it's definitely been there. Like, we definitely have the talent, especially this year. I mean, this year specifically, it's been, you know, probably since 2016 that we've had a quarterback playing as well as Davis Brin is playing right now. And that was Dane Evans back back in 2016. And uh, Philip Montgomery, Matt wrote a really nice blog post, actually, a couple weeks on our website about it. Um, and it was about his comparison to Dane Evans in 2016 and uh, how he trans how Dane transitioned in 2015 being pretty solid to having an incredible year in 2016 and how Davis uh, in his first year as a starter last year was okay, but definitely had his mistakes. And now this year is off to an incredible start with 11 touchdowns to one interception. So excited to see how that keeps going and maybe we can pull one off this week. Yes, you talked about Davis Brand on um, quarterback. Matt, talk about the wide receivers on the outside because the Ole Miss press conference today, they made mention of the outside wide receivers and how good they are. Yeah, and that's, uh, man, so it's not just the outside. It's wide receiver across the board. We've got five guys that are just going off this year. The big one is Keelan Stokes, which is re we're really excited to see that because he's just been – He's had a lot of injury issues uh, over the past couple of years and to kind of see him going, putting up, you know, over a hundred yards every game. Uh, and then on top of that, Juan Carlos Santana had three receptions last week for like 130 yards. Like these are guys that can beat you quick. Um, and we have a lot of options to kind of spread it out. Cause on top of that, we have Isaiah Epps transfer out of Kentucky uh, coming back to his hometown, uh, back to Tulsa and then Malachi Jones, um, as well so it's just kind of a lot of threats everywhere which i think is another part is not having just like one or two main targets like we've had in the past davis really has you know it's a it's definitely easier for him this year than it was last year yeah there's definitely weapons on all over the field with tulsa um <clears throat> ryan Real quick, let's look. The defense kind of looks gettable. What what do you notice in the first part defensively for the Golden Hurricane? Yeah, I, I think gettable is probably a good word for that. Um, there's a there were some serious changes. Matt already mentioned one of them: uh, the exit of our previous DC Joe Gillespie to TCU, and the uh, following promotion of Luke Olson, who has been with the program for longer than Phil Montgomery has actually. Uh, came up as a GA and has been around there for like 11, 12 years now. Uh, worked his way all the way up to D.C. So that's our new D.C. Um, in terms of scheme, hasn't changed much of what we were doing with Gillespie or Bill Young before him. It's still the 3-3-5. You've got the nickel safety playing back there, that extra spot. So interested to see how that goes because I know Ole Miss plays kind of a similar defense. Did I just lose you? No, you're here. I see you. Okay. Sorry, yeah. my tab just switched. Uh, yeah, so we've got that extra safety back there. So um, that'll be interesting to see. But, yeah, I mean, you mentioned gettable. I, I think – the thing that surprised me the most has been the play of our, our DBs. Um, they're not bad. They're not bad players, but the passing defense specifically has been a little weaker uh, than I think both Matt and I expected coming into this year. And we knew there would be some. Uh, we lost Trevon Fuller to the NFL last year. Uh, Tyon Davis is the returner, but he is still only really has one full year under his belt. And we lost a couple of really, really talented guys a couple of years ago. So still trying to find themselves uh, at the corner spot. At safety, I feel pretty good. Um, Kendaren Ray is an, is an absolutely fantastic player. Philip Montgomery has often alluded to him as a guy who could lead as the, leave to you as the best safety to, to ever have played here. So he's still got a year or two under uh, to go. So we'll see if he can live up to those high remarks. But he's definitely talented. Uh, but I think our, our best spot on defense uh, got to be the linebackers. Justin Wright is a returner. He's an absolute dog back there. Uh, John Michael Terry came in last year but got hurt halfway through the season. 
Um, he came from OU. And then Grant Sawyer is another guy back there, back there who's just really solid. So overall, I think, you know, if I were to give the defense like an out of 10 rating, I'd give them like a six so far. They haven't really uh, – they, I, I, they haven't lived up to quite where I want, but they're definitely not super weak. And I, if I were to rank passing defense over rushing defense, I'd say rushing defense has been better overall. Okay. Um, this, this question will be for both of y'all. We'll go one at a time. But um, give me some players from Tulsa to keep an eye on, Matt. Yeah, so uh, first one is going to be just Juan Carlos Santana. I mentioned him just a second ago. He's one where it doesn't matter what kind of day he's having. Uh, at any given moment, he's kind of just shown that he can make a lot of uh, DBs miss. So it's not just getting open. He has been able to break a lot of tackles, and so a lot of his yardage com- comes after he's going to make that catch. And so that's one uh, I saw, like, I think I saw a note on the today's show over here that this is a big test for Ole Miss DBs. And so that's one, that's a matchup that I'd definitely be interested uh, in looking at. And the other one, this is just kind of um, interesting because we haven't talked about it, but our, our running game is probably the weakest yeah. it has been since I've been watching, you know, Tulsa in the last 12 years. Uh, and that's because the guys that we thought were starting weren't there or I don't know. University, Philip Montgomery's little cagey. We don't really know what the deal is there. So the other one is like Steven Anderson. Is he going to be able to get anything early? Because so far what we've seen is like Tulsa will not force the run because we kind of like know that it's not there. So if Steven Anderson can get some momentum early, that's one to kind of like just keep an eye out for. Okay. Ron? Yeah. And yeah, I'll give you some on the defensive side. Um, First and foremost is one of my favorite players to talk about. Uh, he hasn't had big numbers quite yet this year, but LJ Wallace at the free safety spot, he is I, I really like that player. He's a big physical guy, really gets at you, really. He talks some trash, which is one of my favorite things all the time. Uh, I think he's a really good, good player. He's getting his first real starting time this year alongside LJ Wallace, kind of rotating them in, in and out. So watch for him on the safety side. And then on the defensive line, another spot we haven't talked that much about yet, uh, I'd say Anthony Goodlow, probably the biggest name to watch there. Uh, another guy, just his numbers were really, really big last year. Jackson Player left Tulsa last season to go to Baylor, and Goodlow was actually had him beat in terms of total sacks on the season. And uh, Player was getting double teamed a lot, so that kind of freed him up a little bit. So he's trying to make his own impact this season uh, out of Jackson Player's shadow. And uh, he started to, he started he had a kind of a slow start to the season game one was a little bit weak game two was a big step up and game three was kind of in the middle there so I'm looking forward to seeing how he does uh, this game but he's another one for sure yeah um how do you guys see this game going um what do y'all think is going to happen Ron <laughs> yeah uh, it's hard to say I mean it's all mess you're on the road it's tough we've seen some good good tests on the road for Tulsa and we've seen some really really tough ones you look at ohio state back in like 2016 it was like 48 to 3 or something was the final score and uh those games can happen so i don't i don't think that's going to be the case this time though i really do you know i i definitely have a little bit of a positive bias going right now coming off of you know despite it being an fcs team uh, we were not favored to win by 45 or whatever the final score was of that game so i was happy that 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 one went as well as it did whether we can keep it close with Ole Miss or not you know always up in the air i'm definitely leaning toward it will be a close game um i think this tulsa offense has enough firepower to make some to do some damage there 
the question is on – I mean, I know Zach Evans for you guys is just tearing I, – I was looking at the Georgia Tech box score last week, and, oh, my God, it's terrifying, especially when our – you know, our rushing defense is pretty good, but it's not, you know, elite status. So we'll see how we can do there. Um, I think I think Ole Miss gets the win, but I think Tulsa does – keep it close probably i mean i mean god damn but then you look at the georgia tech game again last what was the final score 52 to nothing was that what the 40, final was four, it was 42 to nothing but um yeah. they they really just quit playing offense in the third quarter yeah so yeah. man i i like to i like to think that it's going to be close and i think we're better than georgia tech but that is a, that's a tough one to go into coming off of that game so we'll see yeah what about you matt yeah, uh, just I was looking at the line earlier today, and that I think the over under is like in the low 60s, and that is the easiest take the over for me because that is where <laughs> I kind of feel like all of Tulsa's this season is, you know, even if we're down, we're still like the way our offense is set up is that we can score quick. And a couple games ago against uh, Northern Illinois, there there were a couple drives that were four plays or fewer. Um, that we ended up scoring a touchdown or getting a field goal at least out of. And so like, that's kind of the, even if we're down, we can make it quick. I go back to, uh, there was a, and obviously, you know, this is not the same Tulsa team, but it was still a Montgomery team and maybe the best comparison we have to how our offense is clicking this year, a couple of years ago, 2015, 2016 against OU um, with like a minute left going into this before halftime. Uh, we scored 14 unanswered points and it was like dead silent in that stadium. And so that's kind of the vibe I get here is that even if we're out big, our offense can kind of, you know, catch lightning a little bit. And so hopefully it stays close. It's going to be hard. I, I don't see us being able to get any running game. And so that makes me a little bit more nervous uh, as far as like, is Davis going to have quite the stats that he's had so far this season yeah and and one of my other just comments to fit in here before we wrap it up uh is the offensive line zero starts uh coming into the season for anybody on that line so brand new line across the board for the most part uh guys that had playing time here and there but not as starters and now i don't know the status of this injury but our starting center who would actually been a pretty stable and vocal kind of leader for that brand new line uh, got hurt in the last game against jacksonville state will farniak so not sure where he's at, but if he's gone, then we've got an even younger guy that's going to be taking snaps there uh, on the OL. So keep an eye out for the offensive line. All right. Thank you guys very much. Matt Reichten. Um, uh, I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name, Matt. No worries. And Ryan Token from the Golden Hurricast joining the show to preview the game this weekend. Should be a pretty good, good game. This is what we've said all offseason. This is the best non-conference game that we will play. This will be a fine test before Kentucky. But thank you, guys, and we will see you later. Oh, yeah. I'll be there in Oxford, so I'm looking forward to it. All right. Absolutely, man. Anyway, get more on the SEC by making Locked On SEC your second listen every day. Host Chris Gordy and his local experts of Locked On take you across the SEC in 30 minutes or less. Make Locked On SEC your second listen of the day. 